time now for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. It is an exciting day today, isn't it? It is. Yesterday was the last day of school in the 2022-2023 school year. So this morning, we all took a collective breath. I hope kids were sleeping in a little bit this morning. Uh, We're still on site today in the district working to kind of get things wrapped up and plan towards summer. But I hope it was an amazing school year for um, all of our families listening in. And just today, wanted to showcase some of the amazing things that have happened over these past 10 months together. But big night tonight, Martin. We were just talking about this. It is 7.30 over at the Gallego. Center, Solroth State University. Those students will be walking the stage and getting those diplomas. That's correct. Alpine High School graduating class, class of 2023. We'll be celebrating them tonight. Do not miss that graduation ceremony. It is a really, really special community event. So we will see y'all there tonight. Well, we're looking forward to the year in review right now, though. Yes. So today for the year in review, this is school year in review as we think back over the last 10 months together in the 2022-23 school year. What kind of progress did we make? And then what still lies ahead? And so for today's year in review, review, I'm really going to use our district's goals and objectives as kind of guideposts, if you will, for different um, subject areas or different kind of focus themes that we'll talk about. So our, our primary goal as a school district is academic excellence. And so we have a goal of providing a safe learning environment, which allows for ex- academic excellence on all of our campuses. And so I wanted to start there. We actually have two different objectives that fall under this. The first one is about all of our campuses meeting state requirements on the accountability system and receiving an A rating. So being the best schools in West Texas, that's one of our goals with distinctions on each of our campuses. And so what I want to do first is tell you a little bit about like what did we do together along these lines this year? And many of these things are things we've talked about before, Martin, on various episodes every other week when we get together, but really just an opportunity to step back and look at that cumulatively and talk about the outcomes that we were able to accomplish for students and for our staff. So this year we had a really big focus on both curriculum, which is what we teach, and also instruction, which is how we teach it. And we announced last October that we had received a $70,000 grant to focus, it was called a Strong Foundations Grant, to focus on math instruction in grades K through six across the district. And so we were blessed to be able to meet every week with those teachers, to have um, funding to bring in a nationally recognized professional learning organization here to Alpine. That was such a blessing. And that whole project ended up in some curriculum change that were piloted by some of our elementary school teachers. So in about October, November, some different grade levels started using a different curriculum based on what we were learning about what high quality math teaching looks like. And in February, checked back in with some of those teachers on how, you know, you know, four months in, what are you seeing and this is what a first grade teacher shared with me. And I just, this has stuck with me and I love this so much. She, sa- she shared, after using these resources for four months, I've never seen so much number sense in our kids. And number sense, y'all, is like the ability to flexibly think about numbers, to play with numbers, to be able to get to quickly sum numbers, et cetera. Um, and so I've never seen so much number sense in our kids, especially this earlier, this early in the year, as we've seen with this curriculum. And so that's just really, really exciting. Well, 
Well, grant uh, grant money well spent for sure. Absolutely. The ability to grow our learning for us as teachers and educators to try new things and then for that to result in increased learning for kids, that's what we're all about. So lots of positive steps forward in this space. This grant has set up a number of changes for next year, so we will have a continued math focus across the district, um, but we'll also be extending our work into literacy work. What does the research say about high-quality literacy instruction? What parts of that are we already doing every day in our classes? But what are our next step kind of growth areas there as well? And so this $70,000 grant opportunity has paved the way and expanded into $700,000 in grant funding for the district for next year to continue this curriculum and instruction work. And we are so, so excited about that. That's great for the entire district. It really is. So this is just one example of like a project we were doing, but on the individual teacher level and on the individual student level, there has just been so much student and teacher level success this year with teachers trying new things on a daily, weekly basis, and also students learning new things. I think about one of my favorite questions to my kids when they come home every day is, you know, what are two great things that happened today and what's a new thing that you learned today? And I hope that your kids were coming home learning all kinds of new and exciting things as well. Um, also, I would be remiss when we're talking about academics to not give a shout out to the fact that May as a month is like banquet and celebration season. A busy, busy month. Yes, we have had banquets for all the things. And I just think about each of those celebrations showcasing the amazing things that our students and our teachers have done this year, both in the classroom, but on the field, in other extracurriculars, in band, music, art, et cetera, as well. But as we said earlier, we're going to talk about those three times tonight. I mean, in the show today, Martin said everyone is clear on the time and details. Ultimate celebration is tonight, and that is high school graduation at the Gallego Center at Sol Ross State University, 7.30 p.m., and congrats to our class of 2023. It's going to be a great time. It will. It will. So while we're talking about academic excellence, part of it is curriculum instruction. But if we go back to our district goal for, the, for academic excellence, it's to provide a safe learning environment, which allows for academic excellence, right? If we don't have that um, level of safety and security in so many ways, both on the individual student level, but also on that campus level, then we're not set up for success. And so another one of our objectives as a district is to ensure the safety and security of all of our students and staff while maintaining a positive campus culture. And so I want us to step back and talk about, you know, the progress we've made there over the last year as well. First, huge thank you to our local law enforcement agencies, the Brewster County Sheriff's Office, Alpine Police Department, DPS, Customs and Border Protection, and more. They have been fabulous partners with us over the last year. Um, as we've thought about what are our next steps for safety and security? Again, what are we already doing well? And then how do we heighten our response there? So last summer, we convened our school safety and security committee, which had representatives from all of these local law enforcement agencies, as well as uh, various stakeholders within the district, parents as well. And our, our goal with that committee is to share and develop plans for heightened security across the district and to set goals for how we'll do that. And so I looked back at, you know, what were the goals that we set last August and what were we able to accomplish from there? I wanted to share some of those with y'all as well. So one of our goals was an increased law enforcement presence across, uh, across the district, various community events. And so, so thankful every time we have an event to see our law enforcement officers come and enjoy the event, but then be there as well to support. Um, we've been 
blessed to be able to continue our school resource officer program on each campus, thanks with the, to our partnership with the Brewster County Sheriff's Office, and looking forward to many more years of that program as well. So thank you to our amazing SROs for all that they do. And then also another big area where we made some growth was our access control procedures on each campus. We've talked about this before, Martin, about how do we make sure everyone goes through one entrance. If we see someone coming up to a door that you can't enter through, our Texas manners say open the door, but our school access procedures say no, you don't. We direct them another way. And so how do we kind of get those in place so that uh, really our schools are, are really closed off except through this one kind of limited access point, access. limited access, that's right. Um, so that once you're inside, we can just focus on the good, the good parts of learning and doing our thing, uh, knowing that everything's safe and sound. So great work there across the board. I would also share too that we, as a district, received passing colors, flying uh, passing colors on all of our safety and security audits from the state this year, and that's because of the diligence of our staff. Right, our staff took care of business on all of these fronts, and also the support of our community partners on this. So just want to say a huge thank you there. Well, congratulations to yes, that. Yes. So I'm going to pivot a bit into our our second goal, and our second goal as a district is around resource management and to provide sound fiscal and resource management in all that we do. Again, we've talked in the past about as a taxpayer-funded organization, the responsibility that comes with that about um, accountability and transparency as well. So our district's objective here is to oversee a budget that's consistent with board policy while also increasing or maintaining our fund balance. Now, fund balance for a school district is like your savings account, right? Saving for a rainy day. And we have a very healthy fund balance here it covers about six to nine months of expenses. Um, and But it's difficult to grow that over time based on some of these other factors we're going to talk about in just a minute. So as we've talked about on previous shows, this spring we've been doing a deep dive into the drivers of our financial situation. And we've talked money a lot on this show, Martin, because we want to, our goal has been to understand what is our current funding situation and then why is it that way? Like what's causing that? And once we understand those things, what can we do about it? So one of the things we found we've shared this before, is that Alpine ISD is one of the lowest funded school districts in all of Texas. We're in the bottom two percentile. Ouch. Yes, based on student need. And so that makes it really hard to do a lot of things that school districts in the 90th percentile, may, even in the 50th percentile, yeah. are able to do, right, when you're funded that low. And so what we've been doing behind the scenes is working to understand, well, why is that? Because if we understand why it is, then maybe we can do something about it. And so uh, really, we've been focused on what are those different drivers. And again, we've talked through many of those in past shows. Right now, as we enter into budget, or we've been in budget planning season, we'll be finalizing our 2023-24 budget in the month of June. That goes into place July 1. We are looking at potential budget deficits over the next two years. I don't think that's a surprise based on a lot of the analysis that we've talked about compounded by our external context. So record inflation, that hits districts as much as it hits every individual in our community. And we've seen, unfortunately, no positive movement from the state legislature in terms of increasing public education funding. That's the worst part, I think. 
it is. And I'm still hopeful. I mean, we've got like three or four more days, but I, I, my hope's a little slimmer each time we talk, Martin, because by each show, I thought we'd know by now. We'd know by now. We'd, we'd have progress by now when there's a $32 billion state-level surplus. They have the money there to give us. Correct. And there's just nothing moving forward right now. So stay tuned. Still hopeful there. Still working there. But without state action... Things don't look good in terms of um, being able to run balanced budgets or being able to increase our savings or our fund balance. So what does our path forward look like? What we do is we plan as if the state doesn't make any positive changes, right? We hope they do. We advocate as if they do. But we plan as if they don't so we can plan for the most conservative kind of um, worst case scenario, if you will. Exactly. And then see what can we do with what we can control, right? And so our path forward, three-pronged approach in terms of how we continue to lead the district towards a place of continued financial strength, and that is to continuously increase funding. And so that's why every, it feels like every month, Martin, we're announcing a new grant we've received. We have applied for and received over a million and a half dollars in the last year, in the last 12 months, um, thanks to grants. And that provides amazing opportunities for our students and staff that otherwise, frankly, we could not afford to do. Um, to also maximize the current funding formula. We've worked really hard to understand all the nuances of that to make sure that we are not inadvertently leaving money on the table. CAD comptroller disputes, really telling that story about how our underfunding is caused by um, state level fights, if you will, that are completely separate from us. And then even things like the Alpine Public Education Fund that we talked about last week, yep. I mean, two weeks ago on that show, our last show, about how to bring in increased donations to the district as well. So lots of ways that we're looking at increasing funding for our students and for our community. Also, we need to increase our internal efficiencies. And so what does that mean? That means consolidating teacher, teaching positions. How does our student-to-teacher ratio look compared to similar schools? And is there uh, room for us to kind of consolidate there so that we can save funding as well? Increasing attendance is another way, another efficiency we can work on and have been working on. And then also controlling fixed costs. So things like utilities, et cetera. How do we conserve, um, conserve energy and conserve costs there? So that's kind of our second prong. Third one is to change the context. So when we talk about increasing funding or increasing internal efficiencies, that's about how do we play the current game better, right? Changing the context is how do we change the rules of the game? How do we change it so that Alpine ISD is not in the bottom two percentile in state funding, right? Um, and instead get to this idea of all students and all zip codes deserve a fully funded education. How do we make that true for the kids in Alpine? And so changing the context is all about uh, this right here, this conversation we're having, yeah. Martin, communication, education of our community about the current situations, and also advocacy, advocating to our state legislatures so they understand, here's what this looks like in Alpine. This is not what anyone intended. How do we change the script? How do we change that story? How do we change the funding formula? And if we can help us, we'd be helping all the smaller schools in the state. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, here just wanted to touch on, I think the progress we've made over the last year is a deep understanding of the current drivers of our financial status and developing an Alpine specific plan for continued financial strength here in our district. So excited about what's to come. Um, even in the midst of what will be some challenging financial times, I think we're in a good place heading in the right direction. Well, you're doing a good job steering the ship as it is. Thank you. Appreciate that. 
that. Appreciate that. Okay, so let's talk about partnerships and communication. This is our third big goal as a district, and that is to enhance family, school, and community relationships, partnerships, and communication. This was like one of my big things coming in a year ago that the board really um, tasked me with and that I really came in wanting to learn more about. How do we um, leverage the partnerships that are already in this community, but in so many ways get the community even more excited about the great things happening in our district? And so really over the past year, I feel like we've made a lot of progress with strengthening relationships with our local entities. Martin, I think this radio show is a great example of a local organization supporting the schools. I get Um, phone calls constantly about people thanking us for putting it on and thanking you especially for coming on and being so informative every other week. Well, I would say I'm putting the gratitude right back to you, Martin, because y'all have been so open to how do we help be a partner to the school district, right? The show is one example. We were just talking before the show about all the graduation announcements Mm -hmm. that go out over Alpine Radio. And so Alpine Radio has been such a great partner to show support for our schools, our students, and really to bring the community together around its public schools. So we say thank you all to that for Thank you for the kind words. So um, strengthen relationships with many different local entities. Alpine Radio is one. Sol Ross State University, we've had a strong relationship with them around dual credit courses. That's the opportunity for our high school students to take college level courses while still in high school school, but we've built on that success and and entered into many other grant partnerships with them this year. We've announced just over the last few months a partnership with Sol Ross around the principal residency grant where two of our teachers will will receive um, a fully funded master's degree through Sol Ross State University funded by TEA grant money to become certified principals and learn how to be leaders in Alpine ISD. So we love that. We love that. Um, Also, the Sol Ross State University has been a key supporter of our Alpine Child Development Center. That is our official name for our new daycare center, uh, acronym ACDC, which you just have to love. That new that daycare, worked well, it dude. worked out well. You should see the t-shirts. They're super cute. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, it's our new daycare center that's opening August 1st in Alpine ISD. But that has come together, not because of the district, but because of a community-wide effort of partners who are saying we need to solve the child care problem in Alpine as a community. And so that is thanks to Sol Ross State University, Big Bend Regional Medical Center, Alpine Community Projects, Brewster County's come to the table, City of Alpine, and the district as well. And so again, just another example of what we can do if we work across organizations, not just within. Working together. Absolutely. And then community relations. In so many ways, this was a year um, where, you know, we still, COVID still absolutely is a thing. Many pe- it, There's still many cases of it in our community from time to time, but a completely different context now than we were in in 2020. Right. And so we're excited to have so many more parent events back on our campuses this year, connecting our community back into our schools and really telling our story. And so as I wrap up this particular section, I wanted to go back. I wanted to share with you all some questions that I posed to our staff last August. So this was on convocation first day of kind of the 2022, 23 school year for staff last year. And I was sharing with them an aspirational vision for the year and thinking about what if we were able to accomplish these things together over the next 10 months. So I wanted to to share them with y'all now as we reflect on the year. Here were the questions. They were, what if we told the stories of the amazing things happening in our district every day? 
And as I think back on this year and think about what we've done through our Facebook page, our Instagram, our Remind, this radio show, right? We've been able to really tell the stories of the amazing things that were already happening every day. Second question was, what if we celebrated the high quality teaching and learning in our classrooms while continuously improving our teaching? And I think we did that this year as well. I think about Porter sponsoring the Teacher of the Month Award. I think about our ma math grant we, sp we spoke of earlier, PLCs, the daily work that teachers did to imp improve their practice as well. Third question was, what if we did this work together with each other, our parents, and our community? And again, in so many ways, I think this year has been a rekindling of our community's fire for Buck Nation and what it means to be part of Alpine ISD. And then the last one's my favorite, and I think we did this one too, Martin. What if we did all of these things and had a blast doing it too? And y'all, we are all pretty tired by this point of the year. But that's because we had a lot of fun doing what we love. And so that was just a great way to um, circle back to what we started the year with and see those aspirations, that aspirational vision, the ways that we were able to live it out. Well, so, that, that was, I, I just want to say, I think you've accomplished pretty much all of those goals this year. Thank you. And it's hard to believe it's only been one year. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like 10 years in one, but it also feels like it was yesterday. I don't know how all that can be true, but that's where we're at. So looking ahead, let's talk a little bit about what comes next, because even though we're celebrating an amazing year, there's always room to grow, right? There's always room to grow. And so looking ahead, our fourth goal, the only one we haven't talked about in the show so far, is actually about facility improvement. So let's pause here for a second, because we opened Alpine High School. Yeah, like yeah. that happened, and that was huge for our community. Our first show last year, Martin, we talked about, is this even going to happen? And it happened. That building has been such a blessing, and in so many ways, it's something our community has been working towards for many, many years. And so what a celebration that building is for us. Um, but on other fronts, we're seeing that there's, there's work to be done to maintain and improve all of our facilities and infrastructure. And I really see this as something we'll continue to work on over the summer and will be a focus next year. So going back to what we talked about earlier, being one of the lowest funded districts in the state, years of underfunding has a cumulative effect, right? Oh, for certain. When you don't have a lot of money, there are things that you can't afford to do year to year. And in some ways, that, um, that years of underfunding has cumul accumulated in significant deferred maintenance needs across certain parts of our district. And so I'll give and you an example. those buildings aren't getting any younger. <laughs> they aren't, and we're doing a great job of maintaining them, but things will have to be replaced all the time, right? Repaired or replaced. So let me give you an example. We had 10 air conditioning units go down just last week, right in time for summer, yeah. right in time for the hottest weeks of the school year, right? That's when yeah. they go out. Right, yes. that makes sense. Can't go out in the middle of winter, right? Has to wait, right. Anyways, that's where we're at. And yes, we've been able to maintain those units, but different parts of them have certain lifespans. And when that lifespan is up, you know, we need to replace those parts. And what's happened is because there hasn't been a lot of extra funding, we haven't had the ability to do a lot of that maintenance year to year. And so lo looking ahead, we have work to do to take stock of our cur current facilities, states um, and needs and then develop a plan based on that. And so I think you'll hear a lot more from us going forward on this area. Again, Alpine High School, what a blessing to have that new building. It's part of our current district context, but on some of our other campuses, we do have years of deferred maintenance that we need to account for and develop a plan for well at least the high so the high school is done now yes that, that one's off the yes, table yes yes and we're yes it's been such a blessing 
Okay, so yesterday, last day of school, today, first day of summer for our students and for our families, for teachers and our paraprofessionals, many of them will be um, helping with summer school over the next over the next coming three weeks. Um, but then really for many, summer is a chance to recharge, to maybe not set an alarm, not every day. Um, but also, there's a lot of professional learning that happens all summer. So yesterday was our last day of school. We had our staff year-end celebration from 2 to 3 p.m., and then we had a group of teachers come back at four o'clock to start some professional learning for next year. I mean, it's just wild how much this all goes on in the background. We have a really fun K through fifth grade, uh, kindergarten through fifth grade curriculum retreat that we're planning later in the summer. We'll talk about that on a future show. So even though it's summer and it's a chance to kind of take a breath, take a break, there's a lot going on. They're still on duty. Oh, absolutely. And then for our district level staff, we work year round. And so what's summer, right? Summer is maybe a few more days to wear jeans potentially. Um, state compliance never sleeps, and so we've got lots of state reports and things like that to work on, but we're already deep into planning for next year and what's going to make 2023-24 an even better year. So as we wrap up today in summary, I would take us back to our vision for this past year, and our kind of hashtag, our hashtag for this year has been the best working together, and that's all about how when we work together, we are the best for our community but also Alpine ISD pulls together the best people in the community to work together on behalf of our kids. And so on behalf of Alpine ISD and our board of trustees, I just want to say a huge thank you to our listeners here in Alpine for being part of the best working together in support of our public schools this year. Well, Michelle, I want to say thank you, not just from the radio station, but I think the, the community echoes my sentiments. Uh, you have made this year so much more enjoyable uh the transparency all the information that you've given uh it's been something that we've been lacking for a long time and we certainly all feel that we're headed in the right direction and looking forward to the years to come i love that love that and that's our vision for it we just thank y'all for being part of it so everyone enjoy today this wonderful friday but don't forget 7.30 tonight. We will see you at Alpine High School graduation at the Gallego Center at Sol Ross State University to celebrate our graduating class of 2023. Go, go Bucks! Go Bucks! You have been listening to Buck Banter. Buck Banter is brought to you every other Friday by the Alpine ISD.